Holiness is for everyone. Welcome back to the Savio Podcast. I am Father Tyler Tenbarge, Vocation Director for the Diocese of Evansville and Chaplain and Director of the House of Discernment. Today, in our podcast episode, we will begin The Life of St. Dominic Savio, the book written by Father John, St. John Bosco, about his young pupil. Uh, in today's episode, I will read the preface that Father John or Don Bosco wrote. Um, this preface serves as kind of the reason for the rest of the book. Uh, essentially, Father John Bosco had been asked uh, at the time of Do- uh, Dominic Savio's death back in the 1850s, he had been asked if there was something out there that other people could read to learn more about this 14-year-old who had found holiness. And so who better to write about him than his parish priest who likewise was, stri- likewise was striving for holiness himself? In this little preface, you hear him uh, address people who have been asking, and that's kind of who his audience is. And then after the preface is over with today, um, the next episode will be chapter one of the book, and that will be read by one of our House of Discernment residents. And then following the next following uh, 24 chapters will be read either by someone who's connected to our house uh, as a house resident or former resident, or by one of our Savio guys, some, some of our teenagers out there who are likewise trying to just become better men and better Catholics themselves too. So without further ado, let us enter into the life of St. Dominic Savio as written by his priest, St. John Bosco, who shows us that holiness is possible for you. The Life of St. Dominic Savio, written by Father John Bosco, the author's preface. You have frequently asked me to write something about your former companion, Dominic Savio, and now I have done what I could to satisfy your desire. Here is his life, described with that brevity and simplicity which I know is most acceptable to you. There were two difficulties in the way of publishing this work. First, There was the criticism to which one is exposed, who describes what was performed under the eyes of many witnesses. I think I have overcome this by determining to narrate only what has been observed by you or by myself, and which I keep preserved in your own writing. The other obstacle was the necessity of often mentioning myself, for as Dominic was three years in this house, I must necessarily refer to things with which I am personally connected. This, I think, I have overcome by adhering strictly to the duty of an historian, which is to present the statement of facts, irrespective of the persons concerned. But if, here and there, I should appear to speak too openly of myself, you must put it down to my regard for the boy who is gone, and for all of you besides. For this affection makes me open my heart to you, as a father does when speaking to his children." Some of you may wonder why I prepared a life of Dominic Savio and not of other youths who were here at school and lived lives of eminent virtue. It is quite true that divine providence deigned to send us several boys who were examples of holiness, such as Gabriel Fascio, Louis Rua, Camillus, Gavio, John Massilia, and others. But the incidents connected with these are not so conspicuous and remarkable as those of Savio, whose whole life was wonderful. However, if God gives me health and grace, I intend to publish a collection of facts concerning these other companions, both to satisfy your desires and my own. 
and so that you may imitate what may be compatible with your state. In this edition, I have inserted several new accounts, which will increase the interest of those who have read the former editions. But I would ask you to try to draw profit from what I am going to describe. Say with St. Augustine, Si ille cor non ego. If a companion of mine, of my age and circumstances, exposed to the same or even greater difficulties, could yet remain a faithful disciple of Christ, why can I not do the same? Remember that true religion is not a matter of words, there must be deeds. Hence, if you find something related worthy of admiration, do not be satisfied with saying, I like that, or that is very good, but rather say, I want to put into practice what I see is praiseworthy in others. May God grant you and all the readers of this book strength and grace to draw profit from what is therein contained, and may our Blessed Lady, to whom Dominic was so devout, obtain for us all one heart and mind in serving God, who alone is worthy of being loved above all things and faithfully served during our whole life. So there we have it, the first installment, the first episode of the Savio podcast, the preface of the life of St. Dominic Savio, written by his priest and mentor, Father John Bosco. Just a couple of words before we go. Um, this book, written by Father John Bosco, was published in the mid-19th century, um, after the death of St. Dominic Savio, and it was so popular that he had to do multiple editions, which you heard, right? This is an updated edition, the most updated edition from him, um, because it began, to, it began to become a standard text in schools. Uh, Father John Bosco, with his ministry um, to young people in Turin, in northern Italy, um, especially those who were homeless or orphaned or abandoned or just uh, just needed extra care, um, it, it, he was so good as an example and as a model that the state, or the Italian um, kind of government, mandated his books be read in classrooms all across the country by all students. So he had written a, an ecclesiastical history or the history of the church. He had written a history of the Italian kind of peninsula. And then likewise, he wrote this history or the life of St. Dominic Savio, all three of which became standard textbooks in classrooms. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being told by your teacher at public school that uh, your job um, or your, your assignment is to read the life of a saint, a young saint who is from your country? Um, that'd be incredible and amazing. It would change your life. It would change our society, uh, not, alone, not only just our schools and ourselves. Um, anyways, Father John Bosco kind of mentions that in the preface that this edition, in other words, he had published multiple editions to kind of keep up with demand and to make sure everything was um, uh, true and correct according to his belief um, and, and in his memory too. Anyways, one other thing I just want to point out too really quickly here is that uh, I love that uh, a pastor's heart is on display as he writes this. Um, he says that um, if I end up saying too many things or things that sound speculative, um, basically forgive me because uh, I was Dominic Savio's pastor and I loved him. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing uh, to see a priest kind of reveal that uh, he has a fatherly heart for his people um, because the, the spiritual fatherhood and the priesthood is, uh, is real, um, just like the biological fatherhood um, of so many men out there who have, uh, who have children of their own. So I hope this was helpful for you to uh, to hear the kind of the reasoning behind uh, the the writing of this book. Uh, the next episodes will be uh, the chapters that follow in the life La Vita of Dom Domenico Savio or Dominic Savio, as we hear about um, how a teenage saint um, from 150, 175 years ago um, became a saint 
Uh, and I hope that you find, uh, as you listen to these stories, that holiness is also possible for you. 